Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
Peace, power, and blessings to all those out there. Welcome to On Point Radio tonight. You know what I mean? My brother, my main man, Mr. On Point, has coined this to witness it Wednesday. Believe that. Right? I'm your host, Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That. And tonight, I want to talk about something that's going on that some of us are oblivious to, but a lot of us know about it because it hits close to home. Now, anybody that's out there that's listening, I want y'all to do me a small favor. Tonight, as you're making prayers for your family and others, you know what I mean? Send a special prayer out for my main man. I grew up with this man, and I'm sorry, it, it hurts to say this. You know what I mean? That was my man's. Is my man's. Not was. That is my man. No matter what goes on, that's my man's. I'm talking about a relationship that I'm, not, I'm talking about that goes back to I was in seventh, eighth grade. That's that type of relationship. Pray for his family because they're going through a real difficult time right now. You know what I mean? My man, a.k.a. Lil Derek, Lil Ralph, the Gooch, whatever y'all wanted to call him. You know what I'm saying? But his family needs prayer right now to give him the strength to deal with the situation that's going they're going through. You know what I'm saying? And, and I appreciate anybody and everybody that can hear the sound of my voice that could, you know, send up a prayer, a dua, you know, for his family, for his wife, for his children, for his loved ones to have the strength to deal with losing a loved one. You know what I mean? I, I went on I went on air a few days ago. And I said that my homie Dez was going to co-host the show with me. And due to the powers that be, she is unable to do that with me tonight because the person that I'm speaking about is her brother, my man. So if you can find it within your hearts, please send a prayer to her and her family, you know, to give them the strength to deal with what's taking place. And for that, in advance, I thank you. Now, with that being said, I'm going to go into my topic. I mean, this this is real for me, right? Tonight's topic in hand is the casualties of a prison systematic warfare. Tonight we're going to discuss our people of color being victims of this institutionalized prison system. We're going to talk about the inhumane torture of black prisoners. We're talking about male and female. The conditions that they are forced to reside in. Now, I understand that this is not supposed to be Club Med. 
This is not a beach house, you know. It's not supposed to be super sunny and everything like that. But, God damn, it got to be better than what they putting our people through. They got lead poisoning in there. Do you know how many prisoners are doing time frame, doing doing bids in there and are coming out and they're out less time than they were in and they're passing away because of diseases from the food, the conditions, the torture. And the torture is not just physical, man, it's mental. And the reason why I'm talking about that is because, see, I know about it. I've done time. It's hurt. It's hurtful. I know what 23 and 1 feels like. I know what solitary confinement feels like. And I know how it feels to be treated in there. There's no ventilation in there. And speaking of that, we had, there was an old head. I can't remember his name. I tried to find it, and I apologize because I couldn't find it. He was locked up for 30 years for a crime that he didn't commit. He did 29 years, uh, nine months, and like three weeks, something odd days. And finally, he was acquitted because... The DNA evidence finally said it wasn't him. But before he could enjoy being home, he died three months later of lung cancer. We got to do better. They, the system has to be better. You, we, we had a, we had a great show on last night by one of my co-hosts. Lady T on Tell Me Something Good, and she was asking, are you thirsty about drinking water? And we all know tap water is bad for us. You know what I mean? You think about it. Even though some of us drink spring water, a lot of times if it ain't cold, what do we do? We got an ice tray that we ran underneath the sink and put the ice in the freezer so you contaminating the good water with the tap water. Well, in the prison system, they don't have Deer Park water, Essentia water, or none of that. So they're forced to bathe and drink spigot water. And we all know how bad that is for us. It affects our brain. And that's what I want to talk about, the inhumane practices of the prison system, right? Tonight, hopefully, we're going to build on everything from the stats, the dietary, medical treatment, to the inside pregnancies and the brutality inflicted on the inmates by the COs. For those that don't understand, that's the correctional officers. But I'm going to talk to the ladies first. If you saw the post that was put out for the show tonight, there are a lot of women that may go into into prison pregnant. 
some, sorry to say, get raped while they're in prison by COs or they have consensual sex. But for the most part, to me, it's a, it's a, it's a form of rape because they mentally screw over the female prisoner to coerce her into having sex with promises of more commissary, more phone time, and things like that so that they can call their family and things like that. But to me, this is one of the inhumane practices I've ever seen when a woman is going through childbirth and she is handcuffed and shackled to a bed, which damages, can cause damage to a child during childbirth because she's so restricted. What's more inhumane than that? You're you're destroying the mental capacity and the physical capacity of a woman given childbirth. Now, I do understand she may be in prison for something that she did. I'm fine with that. But that doesn't mean that child should have to suffer. You think about the harsh conditions as far as we know as a people when our showers are dirty, how how extensively we clean them. They don't clean those showers like that. I've never been in a woman prison, but I can tell you this. You can't take a shower without shoes on your feet. You don't want to step in that. I don't want nobody to step in that. So I'm going to go into some of the background and touch on some of the things that I'm trying to, my points I'm trying to get across and see if we can come to a resolution, right? I'm going to start like this. The U.S. population of former prison prison inmates is large and growing. So there are some that are coming out. But the period immediately after release may be challenging for former inmates and may evolve substantial health risks. Now, we studied the risk of death among former inmates soon after their release from, like, various prisons. They conducted a uh, retrospective cohort study of all inmates released from a period of, like, say, July 1999 through December 2003. That's what the, the test was, okay, the study was. Prison records were linked to the National Death Index. Data for comparison within the prison system residents were obtained from the wide range of online data of a research research system of centers for disease control and prevention, right? Now, of 30,000 inmates, released inmates, 443 died 
during a mean follow-up period of close to two years. All right? Now, knowing that, right, the overall mortality rate was 777 deaths per 100,000 person years, right? The adjusted risk of death among former inmates was 3.5 times among other, like it was, they were, they, they focused on one state prison that was like in Washington, right? But they were saying that this one particular prison was 3.5 times that among, 3.5 times higher that among other state residents. So you're looking at, that's a big, that's a big number. During the first two weeks after release, the risk of death among former inmates was 12, 12.7%, well, 12.7 times that among other states, and the market elevated related risk of death from drug overdose, right, and things of that nature. Now, former prison inmates were at high risk for death after release from prison, particularly during the first two weeks. Interventions are necessary to reduce the risk of death after release from prisoners, you know, because they come out and, you know, they out if they don't have a, they don't have parole, they don't have, you know, they don't have a trail. So they're, you know, it's party time. But a lot of us, don't get out free and clear. We usually have a trail behind us. So we don't have party time. We got to pee in the cup every week. But the conditions that are brought upon us in the penitentiary is what I'm talking about. Now, one of the biggest problems that we have in there is the food and the water, the dietary. You know, I want you to think about that, right? It's a company called Aramark. Aramark does a lot of the prison food. And if you were privileged to see the post, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. There have been... There have been detailed studies where maggots have been in food for prisoners. There have been rat poison found in the food. I'm not saying that it should be a restaurant for those they can, you know, have T-bone steaks and things that they want to eat. But we shouldn't be feeding them like that. Rat poison? They jack the price up for, for goods at the commissary so that any money that you send your, your relative is burned out within a few trips so that they're forced to eat this inhumane food that is packaged to them. They're forced to take showers and wash their hands in scalding hot water that comes out the faucet. 
I'm not saying things haven't changed, but when I was in there, I could make a cup of soup just from the sink. I didn't have to boil water. That's how hot it was. So water is so hot to make soup. What do you think it's going to do to your skin? They abuse prisoners, period, right? And when you go at it by the numbers, we are incarcerated at a higher rate than any other any other race. And for those that don't believe what I say, you know, also think about this. African Americans are incarcerated in state prisons as a rate that is 5.1 times the imprisonment of whites and five states such as like Iowa, Minnesota, New Jersey, Vermont, and Wisconsin, the disparity is more than 10 to 1. So you think about that. 10 to 1? So it rose 50%. So are they trying to say that in Iowa, Minnesota, New Jersey, Vermont, and Wisconsin, there's less blacks or more blacks because they go into jail at an alarming rate? Now, it also states that in 12 states, more than half the prison population is black. We're talking about Alabama, Delaware, Georgia, Illinois, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Mississippi, New Jersey, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, right? Now, the latter of the states whose prison population is 72% African-American. These are high, high numbers, people. We are going to jail at an alarming rate. And these conditions that they have in there are not for any human. But they feed the prisoners. I'm not saying that they deserve a six-course meal. They shouldn't be bought. I'm not saying you should bring them out. You know, you can get super salad and breadsticks. And, you know, if you go to Red Lobster, you know how they give you them cheddar biscuits. And, you know, if you go to Red Lobster, you love them cheddar biscuits. But I'm not saying that that's what they should receive. But these should be better prepared meals for our inmates, right? The conditions in which they stay in. I'm not saying that the beds need to be posturepedic. Right? I'm not saying that, you know, they need uh, 10,000 BTUs in each cell when it's hot outside. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, though, everybody that's in there is not in there for wrong reasons. And when I say wrong reasons, I'm not saying that I'm not judging anybody. But if you went there because you was trying to feed your family and that was what you was trying to do, 
ain't mad at you. If you was robbing Peter to pay Paul so your family could eat, I ain't mad at you. Because it's not my place to judge anybody for any actions that they take. Because if it was me and my family is starving, I'm going to do what I got to do to feed them. I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to try my damnedest to do the right thing. But if the right thing ain't working and I got to do something to make sure my kids eat, you can say what you want to say. I'm going to do what I got to do. You know what I mean? You can, you can judge me all you want, but understand this, overstand this. You can't. Judge a man till you walk a mile in his shoes and trust and believe. The last thing anybody wants to see as a parent is their children hungry. But what I want to do is anybody that's out there listening via internet or is on the chat line, please be aware. The number is 724-444-7444. Put in the caller ID number, 143-346-POUND. Hit one pound if you just want to listen, but hit that star eight if you want to comment on this topic that I'm talking about. Please, by any means. Do we have any callers out there? Please call on blessings, Ken. But um, a deep topic. We have a lot of listeners out there, but uh, no one is for Starkey. That's quite all right. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? But I'm going to get into a couple more stats and maybe somebody, you know, hit that button. And and maybe they got some some facts for me. Because, you know, I, I don't mind sharing facts with nobody, you know. Uh, you do, you do, you do have a caller. Uh, give me a second. Let him get. Let me get him there. Okay, that's cool. That's what's up. Appreciate you calling for hitting that button. Let's uh, let's 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 talk them numbers. Let's let's talk about what we're talking about. Let's see what's popping in the population. Yeah, we have a little. It's uh, cool. Take your time. Take your time. So we gonna take your time. Yeah, we're going to get them. Call to be patient. We see you. You know, we're going to do what we can and get you in as soon as possible. But now, I just want to say the incarceration rate per 100,000 by race, right, by blacks, male and female, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, right, for every 204 Whites, there's 1,891 blacks and 587 Latinos. So now think about that, right? If you take 587 Latinos, I'm sorry, I apologize. The number for Latinos is 668. I apologize. So 668 plus 204, right, will give you 872. 
That's almost a thousand more blacks in prison than any other race. Now, some would say it's lack of education, things of that nature. But come on. You can't tell me these judges and these people that are giving out these sentences are not getting some type of kickback for putting more of us in jail to these deplorable conditions to the point that where when we come home from jail, our lifespan is shorter, way shorter than it was than when we came, than we, we, when we went in there. We ready when you ready. All right, you can bring the call around. Caller, you live. Thank you for calling On Point Radio tonight with your host, Mr. I Can't Believe. He said that. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with tonight? How you doing? This is Miss Tia's Queen. Oh, Miss Tia's Queen. Miss Tia's Queen. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I know you've been, you, so you've been listening, and I know you got a yeah, comment. I think your callers might have to push star eight twice because that's what I had to do for y'all to see me. So Okay. Now, before you go into your topic, no, you know what? I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you go with what you had to say, and after that, I want you to tell the people how they can follow you and get in touch with your show. Okay. The Poetry Palace, because that thing be rocking on Saturday night. Yes, appreciate it. Um, yeah, I've been listening to you. The facts are the facts. You have the statistics and everything right. But, you know, I was um, unfortunately drugged through the system just last year. It's only been a year that I've been out. So I'm speaking from a survivor and an eyewitness point of view about what's going on. First of all, it's not even worth it getting caught up in the system, taking the risk with doing what you got to do and stuff. There's agencies out here who give you cash money every day to work for them if you need money that bad. But doing something like illegal that's going to get you caught up is just not worth it. I've seen people in there who have committed suicide. I I didn't see anybody get raped or nothing like that, but the the treatment is ridiculous. The medical treatment is zero. You got to be dying before, or it'll take about at least a month before you can see the doctor about anything. Unless, you know, unless you ain't got cut or something. You fill out them forms. You ask to see the doctor. You got a toothache or a headache or something like this. You want medicine to help you sleep or something like that. They don't give a damn. I've seen people get pregnant from the officers who work there. I've seen the food and the and the Kool-Aid they give us. I forgot the the proper ingredient that's in it, but I was getting headaches like every day. And then when I called home to tell somebody about it, then they was like, it might be what you're eating or drinking. So they looked up what was on the back of this package, the ingredients. And Lord and behold, the ingredients in there cause 
all kind of medical malfunctions. And they give it to us like water. You don't have no clean water or ice or anything like that. You know, they come in around like every week and force you. They say you have to. That is mandatory to take a, a, a HIV test just to get samples of your blood and stuff. Who knows what they're doing with that? Um, and it's so you're already away from the outside world and your family and your friends. I'm trying to talk slow so I don't get too emotional. But it was not a place to be, you know, and, and I would not advise anybody to, you know, I turned down more drugs in jail and prison than I did ever on the street because people come in from um, the fresh rest and, you know, have stuff hitting all kinds of spots. And I'm sitting in a one room with about 30 people and 29 of them are zombies and fighting and going crazy, and I'm the only one that ain't high wondering whose ass I'm going to have to kick. You know, I can't wonder about how my son doing because how I look like sitting there crying about it when I should be worrying about who's going to take my bag of food if I go out to church or something just to hear good news and to to have it in my head to be sane. You know what I'm saying? So the the stuff... Stuff they're doing is just ridiculous, and it all. And I even had to get out and and write some letters and be a whistleblower to um to uh, uh, about a lot of things. And that's why I don't even try to use my government name because of the stuff I saw and had to bring to light. Right now, with that being said, you know they have this. I'm not sure if you are a fan of it or anything like that. But they have this show that they have on Netflix, I believe it is, called Orange is the New Black. And they glorify, right, they they, they put a positive spin on women in prison life, okay? It's some some harsh reality in there, but they more or less put a, a positive spin on it. Right, not to put you out there, but from someone that just said that they were in the system at one particular time in their life, those are not facts, right? The food that they give you is deplorable. The conditions, you dare not step into the shower without shoes on your feet. Right. Am I am I correct? You are absolutely correct. There is a show, I forgot the name of it, where they send people 30 days in or 60 days in or something. 60 days that's, in. That's more realistic, the stuff you see on that show. Because we were watching in there all the time. And I haven't seen The Orange is the New Black. But, um, yeah, they send people in who get to go home after 30 or 60 days. So they, you know, <laughs> and they still can't handle it, you know. So. So you figure if they can't handle 30 to 60 days, right. what in the hell you going to do when you got a bed? Mm-hmm. Three to five. I know people now who have, who call into my radio show sometime, um, 
And I've been chatting with him for about six months. He finally told me a few months ago that he'd been incarcerated for 20 years. I said, how the hell you got on Facebook and everything and y'all in prison? But, you know, they got ways to get what they need and want. But I think he had um, robbed somebody and, and shot the person when he was, like, 17. He had 20 years. He's been in there for 28 years. You know, so once you get in, it's so hard to get out. And with me, I mean, I, I wasn't even supposed to do a year. They tried to give me two to five years for assault on a Leo, a law enforcement officer. I mean, I could have been Sandra Bland. The good thing that helped me was that Taco Bell I put into had cameras and everything. And so the charge was dumbed down, but I still had to wait all that time to for the officer to agree to dumb it down after the evidence came out and everything, you know. But there's some people go in there just to, um, re, uh, you know, to get food and to get shelter and to get off the streets. Most of them, you know, aren't drug, drug addicts or prostitutes and want to come in there. You know, but for people who get get out, we got to think about, do I still have a car when I get back? Do I still have a home? You know, where is my kid okay? How am I going to get a job and start over? Some some people actually want to get back to where they are. But once you get out, it's so easy to just say, fuck everything and not even try again. You know, just like live off the system or just, you know, it. It, it can easily change somebody's mentality if they don't have some kind of good sense before they got in there. It can easily make you just give up on life altogether. Yeah, not just change your mentality, break your mentality. Yes. Because yes. of what yes. what you're put through. Now, for a woman, now I know this, this doesn't involve you, but you you said you saw women in there that were pregnant or gotten pregnant. Yeah, how you in, how you in there and you can't leave for a year and then you wind up pregnant. <laughs> so and then they investigate the officers and they wind up, you know, getting fired or whatever. But they still uh, ran around and and you know and got with a whole lot of the inmates just to because they know they can wiggle some. Uh, I'm gonna get you a ten dollars in commissary, you know. And people need food, good food, you know, and your own hygiene products and things. If you don't have nobody on the outside, I only had one. Nobody even knew where I was. People thought I was dead because when I went to court, they never even let me back out. They locked me straight up. I had one call to make, and I told my son to call his dad. He gonna have to stay with him until I get out and let everybody know. But, yeah, it's it's just not worth it. And now they're doing the, the children like that. If they do something, you know, they charge them as an adult, you know, and, and giving right. people, like, life sentences and double life sentences, you know. And the prosecutors go golfing with the judges and everything. So they're making deals on our lives. Yeah. You, know, you have no control over anything. Definitely, because if you if you ever been for anybody out there that may not have been, if you ever been in a courtroom setting, you will see 
if you have if you're if you're if you're financially incapable of having a personal attorney, you know, your mm-hmm. own public attorney, you know, your own attorney and you get a public pretender, that's what I like to call them. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what we call them. Yes. They they go they they call a recess and you'll see them and the prosecutor go in the back with the judge. They in there making deals. Mhm. On on certain cases. Well, all right, I'll give you this case, I'll give you this case, I'll give you this case, right? And right. you gonna give me this case. So if you notice, if you're if they if you're in a rotation and they call three cases before you and you see that these three people got off, and you like, oh, man, they get, you get that false sense of hope. Like, oh, man, they got off. I'm going to rock out. And you that fourth person they call, tuck your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye because you're going to get roofed. <laughs> I'm, that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. I'm only going by what I saw. But, Miss Tia's Queen, I want you to hold the line. I want to see if I got another caller, but before I go to the next caller, I want Mr. On Point to get on the line and tell the people how they can get down with this movement. Peace, Carmel, blessings, King. Wow. This is Queen. That's heavy. We all got a story to tell. That's, that's heavy, Queen. Um, it's a deep, deep topic, guys. Um, I'll be back later, you know what I mean? But people out there in Radio Land, wow, who want to be part of this on-point movement and all this good information that we bring to you, this consciousness we bring to you, um, just reach out to us on Facebook. First of all, know that on-point is an attitude of mindset and a movement. Again, on-point is an attitude of mindset and a movement. Reach out to us on Facebook, on-point enterprises. Again, Facebook, one point, one word, O-N-P-O-I-N-T, Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. If you're on Instagram, follow us at team underscore one point two one five. Again, our Instagram is team, T-E-A-M, underscore one point two one five. If you're on Twitter, it's at team one point. Twitter is at team one point. You can also go to our website, onpoint215.weebly.com. Again, that's onpoint215.weebly.com. You can email us any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear discuss. Send us an email, onpoint215.gmail.com. Again, that's onpoint215.gmail.com. Or you can call us or text us directly with any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss, you can call or text us directly, 267-417-ONPT. Again, that's 267-417-6678. Back to you, Ken. Yeah, man. Yeah. But uh, if we have any callers on the line, can we get the next caller that's available on the line? Welcome to On Point Radio. Peace and power. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Hey, Mr. I can't believe you said that. This is Kelly. Charles, how you doing? Special K. Special K. 
What's the deal? One of our one of our on point hosts is in the building along with Miss Tia's Queen. Yes, hi Miss Tia's Queen. Hello. Special K, what's the deal? Do 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 you have a comment that you would like to make on this topic that we discussing tonight? I do. Um, first of all, I want to say, you know, my heart breaks for anyone who's had to be in the prison system. Um, I haven't, but I do a lot of research on it because I, I work with kids, so everything's about prevention for me. So to hear your stories is, is like it makes me angry um, because I think it's a lot of things that our community, we don't know, and then we don't find out until we have to go through things like that. So. Um, but I just wanted to, to say basically, I mean, there's a lot to say about this topic, but we have to realize that the prison system is a business. Um, so they're seeking uh, products, and we are the products to keep their businesses going. Um, you know, I think the government, a lot of these prisons are now being privatized. They're a multi billion dollar industry right now and it the there's companies that corporations that we spend money on phone services the food service aeromark like you said um where the beds are supplied the the uniforms are supplied we actually have to find out who these corporations are because we're put we're we're purchasing from them in our everyday lives and we're keeping them um in business to do business with prisons, and, and not all corporations, but several. Um, one of the the medical facilities is called Corizon that services prisons all over the U.S. A lot of those people are not even licensed. They're convicted felons themselves, and they're the ones administering medications, and they're the ones, you know, overseeing these inmates and it's to make money. It's not to help them. It's not to rehab anyone. It's, it's to create revenue to keep these these prisons, you know, running. Um, it's, like I said, there's so much to say about the prison system, but I always go back to we got to start from the beginning. Um, I'm, I'm on a committee right now for juveniles, and the committee kind of deals with the juveniles before they even go to court, before they even see a judge. And this is the type of things we could be doing as a community to kind of prevent, you know, young black men especially going to prison. Um, black men make up 40% of the prison population. And it's only 6.5% black males in the U.S., so that's a huge amount of black men that are hunted down by government agencies to be put in these prisons because the prisons need inmates. So it starts from, you know, your mother, and I'm going to speak for myself, again, having two sons. I've been on welfare. Believe you me, they're seeking my son first because I'm in the system in that way. So foster children, you know, children whose parents were on drugs, children whose parents been on welfare, they're, they're looking at these kids, and they're going to create a situation where they're going to become an inmate. And we have to, like, keep that in mind, you know, when we're talking about prisons. Yes, some people, they they do things that may cause them to go to jail. But 
like you said, the situation that they're walking into, the food, the the water, the living conditions, nobody should have to go through that for a drug charge or for vandalism. These whatever whatever these these crimes they create, nobody should have to live like that. It's all about it should be about rehabbing, but it's not. It's about how many black men can we get in here? We need this many black men this month. We need this many white men. And unfortunately, it comes down to us. They need us. They need us to commit crimes, and they need us to keep their prison open and flourishing. Um, so that's basically what I wanted to say. I did um, see a documentary about a, a, a young lady who was in and out. I think she was arrested about 37 times in and out of jail in solitary confinement. And she said, yes, she did do sexual acts just to get gum sometimes or just to have human contact. So like you said, it is a mental abuse as well because a lot of these people are coming from jail as prostitutes or or homeless people or mentally ill people. And so they get in there and that might just be their, a, a warm place or some type of food or some type of human contact. So we have to like really be mindful of how we're contributing to it we got to talk to our kids. We can't hold back on this conversation. We can't hold back on telling them what the real deal is, and that is they are targeted. It's not for them to be afraid. It's for them to be informed that they are a target. And we can we can really break the cycle by getting involved. Um, your friend that you were speaking of earlier that's ill, I will be praying for him, and I hope his family takes action. And write letters to the mayor, to the senator, to the legislators, to the courts, and make some noise about this shit. Just make some noise. we got to keep making noise about it because it's not going to stop until we start making noise about it. Well, thank you, Special K. I, 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 didn't, I, I don't know the particulars of it, and I'm not going to say that he was sickened by the system, right? But it's just the fact that I know that he did do some time, but that was my man. That excuse me, that is my man. I will not say was, because he will always be my man. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say that he's a victim of this topic that we're talking about, but a lot of us don't understand this, right? Do you know who is one of the biggest? some of the biggest contributors to the prison system are your star athletes. Mm. Michael Jordan, LeBron James. That's why my kids don't have those jerseys. You're not going, you're not rocking those sneaks. Right. To make that man more money so he can invest in the prison system. They're building more prisons than they're building universities now in the, in yes. the so-called United States, right? And in countries all over the world. Now, you know, I, I wouldn't be Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That if I don't tell you this. Honestly and truthfully, don't take any word that's coming out of my mouth as fact. Research it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you find a flaw in anything that I said, please, by all means, call me out. I don't have a problem with it. 
if I be if I need to be stand, if I need to be corrected, correct me. But I tell you this: other countries around the world are closing prisons at an alarming rate. This country is the only country that is building more prisons mm-hmm. to house more inmates. Special K, thank you for giving your little piece there. I, I greatly appreciate it. I just want people to understand this system is not for us. Okay? And the conditions that we go through while we're in the system are deplorable. We are dying at alarming at an alarming rate coming home from prison. Yes, the medical is nothing. The food is trash. The conditions, you would rather, I'm, I'm sorry to say it that way, but you would rather be homeless than to live in those type conditions. But I want you to hold the line. I want to see if I have any more callers available so I can get their perspective on the topic that we're speaking about tonight. Mr. On Point, do we have any more callers on the line? Yes, sir. You have two callers, Ken. You have two callers. You want to take the first right. caller now. All right. Welcome to On Point Radio. Caller, who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Mm-mm-mm. I only came to listen. That was my intent initially, to listen. But it's such a heavy, 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 heavy topic on so many levels. This is Daz. Um, oh man, I knew I, I knew who it was when I heard your voice. Yeah. I came. I said I need a distraction because my mind has been running. And I said I, you know, you already know why I love this platform. So I said I need a distraction. But the topic is one point, and it's heavy. Um, the last person that spoke, Special K, is that yes. was that her name? Okay. Yes, that um, is one of our co-hosts. She will be co-hosting the roundtables every Friday night on On Point Radio. So if you get an opportunity, you get to interact more with her on Friday Friday nights. Before that, that was Miss Tia's Queen. She's on Saturdays doing the Poetry Palace. But continue. Okay. Um, Miss Special K, um, it wasn't until uh, this this, uh, topic and what um, Mr. I can't believe he said that uh, his statistics and, and his personal experience, what he shared and, and what the other um, lady shared about her experience, which was very deep, very um, touching on so many levels. And, and people who haven't experienced the system needed to hear from an, from an insider. Um, so it wasn't until this topic and, and listening to you all that, um, I can answer your question uh, or address your um, presumption that maybe the guy he was speaking of, his friend, was, you know, a victim of the system. Yes. Um, that guy is my brother. And listening to this, right, he, at um, age 17, he um, he caught a case. It was a robbery case. Um, grew up in North Philadelphia, um, robbery case. And um, he was tried as an adult, and he got a sentence of 10 to 20 years, and he spent um, 12 straight years in prison. And um, he got out, and he had eight years to walk off 
on parole. Um, he walked off uh, six of those years, and then he got um, caught with uh, marijuana and then had to go back for another almost two years. Um, so, And he's only 45 now, so he spent most of his adult life uh, within the prison system. Now, he... When, since he came out the second time, but after doing two years, he said, you know, he started getting headaches a lot, migraines a lot. And at first I thought, to be honest, I, knowing my brother, I thought he was trying to work up a Social Security case because he would also complain about not being able to get a decent job for the type of money that he needs as a man, you know, to support his a, a woman, kids, et cetera. So I'm thinking, I was thinking he was trying to work up a case. So, but he's telling about these headaches and he had a phone job and he couldn't work that phone job because of the headaches. And then they led to him having seizures every now and again or anxiety attacks or whatever. And he just, and they, he would go to the doctor and they wouldn't, they couldn't find anything. And, and I said to him, I said, well, Derek, I said, did something happen, like maybe while you were in prison? I was like, did you get into a fight? Like, did you hit your head? Any head trauma? You know, I'm trying to figure it out, you know, because there's not a history in my family of seizures and all that. I'm like, did something happen? And he's like, no, no. And, it, you know, and things escalated. Um, the next thing you know, he there's a, a tumor or something, you know, in his head. Um and they go in and remove it, and then it comes back, and they go and remove it again, and then it spread, you know. Um, so, and now he's uh, hospice, you know. He's 45 years old, and he's hospice. But listening to the statistics and listening to the other woman's experience um, and her talk, that Kool-Aid and, and with y'all talking about the foods and, you know, everything, it makes me wonder now. I wouldn't be surprised. If throughout that lifetime and, you know, within the system and being exposed to all of those things, you know, was he contaminated? Like, was, you know, was it a result of whatever he ingested there? You know, potentially, yes. You know, um, only God knows, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's something that he ingested there. You know, and um, the whole prison system as a whole, and, and I'm, now I'm referring to the statistics that uh, Mr. I can't believe he said that. It's hard to say that, nah. I just want to say nah. <laughs> um, the statistics that you uh You can say what us. you want to say tonight. You can say whatever <laughs> you want to say. Thanks. <laughs> the statistics that you shared, it and listening to the type of medical treatment, the foods and all of that, but again, more so the statistics. How many more black men um, occupy the prison system and, and probably women too? It's all about the bigger agenda. I think it's bigger than the business and revenue money. It's about depopulation control. It's about not wanting us as a race to outgrow or overpopulate the European or white race. 
you know. Um, mm-hmm. These foods are affecting their health. They're affecting the male's ability to reproduce, and if they are able to reproduce, what what type of things are, you know, what type of things are in their blood, in their semen that, you know, like how are they affecting um, or passing it through to the children that they bear, you know, the women too, um, not being able to breastfeed. And, you know, it's all ultimately about population control, you know, just wanting to depopulate the African-American race. They they can't really wipe us out totally, but they are trying to control the number. You know what I mean? They're trying to control how we reproduce, how you breed, cultivate. They they're just having a, a control over the population. Period, and they're doing it by the first step is to imprison, but that's not it. It's you know now they're just literally tearing the tearing them apart internally you know, breaking their bodies down, breaking their mental down. And, again, if they are able to reproduce their children, you know, it makes you wonder is why there is a such thing. We, I don't like to claim it, but the whole thing of generational curses or whatever, you know, they say, well, your mama wasn't shit, so you won't be, your daddy was you know what I mean? It's like, what are you putting, you know what I mean, putting into them to, you know, make them breed a certain <laughs> species, you know, animal-like. You get what I mean? They like come up with certain yeah, behaviors which, that I'm trying to be, be careful with my words, but right. they, they, it's they're all training about, us. Yeah. And, you know, it's but it's, it's, it's about, like, the first step is, you know, to get them in there. And, yes, the bonus for them is, money, but it's not, I think it's bigger than money. It's bigger than business. It's bigger than revenue. It's about not wanting to, not wanting our race to outgrow or dominate because we are naturally strong. You know what I mean? We we have so many natural, they don't want that. They don't want to be dominated by the African-American race. And maybe the the little spits and spats of the other races are just to make it look like, you know, we're not targeted. And, yes, of course, there are some people that actually did a crime, you know, that warrants, you know, certain senses and such. And certain people are probably not exposed to certain types of foods or tests or whatever. You just never know what goes on behind those doors. But ultimately, again, what I'm saying is that, you know, the plan is just to depopulate, um, you know, population control. That's, that's true. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing for certain, two things for sure. When I called you a queen, you in uh, Brooklyn earlier, I meant that because you think about all that you're going through right now and you still had, you know, enough respect for me to just call into the show tonight. And with all that you and your family are going through for that, I tip my hat to you being the queen that you are 
because you still got a family to maintain and do what you need to do. And going through what you're going through with my mans is a lot. And for you to even come on tonight and be able to express yourself is phenomenal to me. So to me, I'm going to go there. Maya Angelou was talking about you when she said phenomenal woman. Thanks, Ma. All right, I want you to hold the line, right? I think I got another caller on the line. Um, Mr. One Point, could you bring the next caller in? say off the bat, Special K, the person that, as you see, the person I was speaking about earlier, my man, that's his sister that just spoke on the line. And thank you for your prayers for her and her family. You know, I want to thank everybody out there. If y'all could send a prayer up to give the family strength to deal with what's going on. I greatly appreciate it. I'm just asking, you know, just include Ms. Daz and her family in your prayers. Not two callers, okay? Okay. Go ahead um, the first one, whenever you can. That is my prayers. That is my prayers. It's going up to you. <clears throat> going up for you. And your family. Thank you. And, Daz, I'm sorry for putting you on the spot like that, but, you know, I ain't got nothing but love for you. Caller, welcome to uh, On Point. Thank you for calling in tonight. And uh, what do you have to say about this topic tonight? Um, just want to say, you know, first to Des that um, my I'm sending love and light hugs prayers for strength and supernatural peace for you and your loved ones. Um, I, this is kind of heavy for me, too, because for many personal reasons, it's something that's really close to my life. And I'm also a mother of a young black man in America that I'm raising. And um, well, uh, Mr. I can't believe tell- that. Tell the people who you are. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm so full. I, I'm I am I am Brooklyn Queens. Hello, everybody. Um, Mister, I can't believe he said that, Mister On Point. Respect to you both. Thank you for the love and thank you for the forum. Um, I started not to call in because this is something that's um, it weighs a lot, and you know. To piggyback off of what Des said, you know, I believe there's an agenda. You know, black is dominant no matter what, and there's nothing that can be done about that. That's just who we are. That's how we are. 
And we are a race that no matter what they try to do to destroy us cannot be completely wiped out. I refuse to believe that. And I won't talk to nobody that speaks like that. Um, However, there's other races that can be wiped out, and that is the the fear-based behavior behind the hate towards us. Um, I definitely believe there's an agenda as far as the poison that's being served black men in, you know, prisons. I definitely, as a foodie, have a whole lot to say about that, but I'm not going to do that tonight. Um, I don't don't fuck with Michael Jordan either because I've never seen him give anything to us. So it's interesting to hear you say that about him and the prison system. You know, I don't know all the stats. I do know that I told my son, who's in fifth grade, that by the time he was in fourth grade, that white America was gauging how many prisons they need to build in anticipation of young black men. I also have a problem with COs being paid more than teachers. That shows you the agenda. Not to take away from any of the COs that are doing their job with integrity, not talking about them. I'm talking about the fact that there's more money in prison, you know, and no consideration for the families affected, you know, nothing that really is being done to help brothers acclimate back into society. I believe it's just the system is definitely not for us. Like Mr. I can't believe he said that said, and it's also designed not just to break men down physically by way of health and everything, but psychologically too. You know, it's not designed to keep them out. It's designed to frustrate them. So they get, in situations where, you know, they can be incarcerated again. You know, I, I, I totally stand on that. And um, there's a whole lot that I could say about it. But the main thing for me is, you know, um, I, 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 I definitely, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not impressed with Michael Jordan's design. I don't give a fuck about none of his sneakers. All I know about this particular black man right here is I've never seen him give his people shit. You know, um, I, I personally don't really have a whole lot to say because a lot of y'all said it already again. So there's, you know, my prayers and thoughts for strength and supernatural peace to your family and any other family affected, you know, by that. It's, this definitely holds a lot of weight. I ain't going to be here long. I just needed to get that off my chest and tune in and support. Well, I want to thank you for taking time out for your busy schedule, right, yeah. doing what you got to do because, you know, I'm not, I mean, I'm 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 a little biased on this, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, you and one of our co-hosts, Wonder Dre, she's mm-hmm. a hairstylist as well. Yeah, right. Need to link up because, as far as I'm concerned, Tony Two Combs is one of the baddest on the Eastern Seaboard. And if <laughs> you don't know, you need to get your appointment set up for after Thanksgiving. If you don't get your, if you don't get your doobie wrap done. By Thanksgiving, Black Friday, she making house calls. So y'all need to go out there and holler at Tony Two Cones and get your wigs made, so you can be fresh to death for for the for the Friday night and Saturday night club night. I'm hollering. You know, but 
You know what I mean? I, I think I have another caller on, but before I get to that caller, I just want to, I really want to thank my ladies, Miss Tia's Queen, Special K, Daz, Brooklyn Queen, for coming out tonight because it's, it's you know, this this thing they got on Netflix, The Orange is the New Black, it kind of like gives you a a, a a a real soft side of what women go through incarceration. And, you know, Miss Tears Queen told you it's not like that, you know, and it's sad that no prison is should be glorified whatsoever. You know, and the things one of the things that like when Des was talking about the depopulation, I want you to understand something. They poisoned the Tuskegee Airmen. Damn right. With syphilis when they was fighting for this so-called country, defending this country. So what you think they're going to do to our prisoners, the ones they think that we've forgotten about? Just keep that in mind. And, uh, Mr. On Point, if we can, can we get to the next caller that could be waiting on the line? I know we're having some issues, so I'm going to give you some time to do what you got to do. And after that caller, uh, welcome hey, to the hey, Radio. Ma. Thank you hey, for calling. Mm-hmm. Who am I speaking with? Much love and respect, everyone. This is DJ Philly Joy. I uh, I'm not, oh. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not my, my other co-host, uh, you know, Lady T, but all I can say is Joy. Uh-huh. And pain. Well, I'm through a lot of pain right now, a lot of pain. I have four grandsons, four granddaughters. When you. our men, when our men are imprisoned, and our women, when our men especially are imprisoned, it affects the whole family. It's a dehumanization. It's a slavery. It's dehumanization. It is um, the fear, fear installing. It's just very painful for our people to be put down for so long and still continue to be put down and also be put in slavery like this. The whole matrix system is made to keep our people down and keep us in poverty and keep us with a, with a, not, with not a mindset to succeed. Some of us, not all of us, because a lot of us push past it. By the grace of God, we push past it. But kings and queens, you know, it's still continually time to continue to fortify and time to get to where we need to be as a people, you know, and realize, realize that, you know, our creator, this is for a reason. All this work that we're going through is for a reason. And we have to get back to our roots where we need to be. And it's, it's taking time, but I think with the movement of On Point and other people that are trying to get um, things off the ground, thank you for all the information y'all gave out. Ms. T.S. Queen, much love to you, Kelly, Special K, Dez, sharing your story. And Brooklyn, I tell you, we have a lot to fight. And I believe when we said we have one conversation we had before about our men, it's going to begin with our women. Mr. One Point said it in one of our other conversations we had before on our, on our platform. And we got to really woman up. I mean, I said something before about the, there's something called Shara. It's a genocide. Oh, genocide. Genocide. Okay, I didn't get that out before. Genocide. That's what it is as well. It's all that that back up in one. And our people are still the victims of this particular atrocity here in this country we want to call our home. You know, regardless of what the country's doing, we still have to stand up for our rights. 
and you know make a make a movement, make a stand. So I'm I'm in pain right now. I go, I, I go out on Wednesday night. I'm I'm sitting out in the car at karaoke. I cannot go in the door until I got on the phone to share my heart with y'all because I'm really in pain right now. It hurts wow. to see our men castrated and treat treat like animals and treat like dogs. It's not that's not or that's not who we are. That's not who we are. And it's so sad. I have five I have well I have five brothers, I have four brothers left. And I see what alcoholism has done to my family. I see what you know, smoking cigarettes. We think about all these different things that we put in our mind our our bodies consciously. You know, a little dip and dab here is where it hurts. Okay, the food is bad. Our men, a lot of our men I work in the hospital. Hypertension, diabetes, um, losing their feet. I mean, I see so much, and it's so sad. I just want to say that on dialysis, because we're not taking care of our temple that God has given us. You know, mind, body, soul, and spirit, all connected. But they're playing the spiritual game on us. It's really an atrocity. So I just want to share that with y'all, and um, I'm coming around now. I'm going to get back to my joy, my pain, but I, I had to get my pain out. It's painful. Right. Thank you, Philly Joy, but... Before you go, I want you to tell everybody that you got that we got listening tonight how they can follow you because I know you mentioned our on point movement, but you have a movement as well. Can you tell the people what you do? Well, I do a, I do a few things, but one of the things I do is under my husband's ministry, um, highest power. Community Informations International, I do My Sister's Keeper. I'm trying to get more people involved with that, but I try to provide, which I do provide, actually, twice a year, uh, toiletries for women that are in shelters and their children, um, sheets, towels, blankets. They always need that, and they always need toothbrushes, toothpaste, and women need personal products as well. So there's always things that's needed like that. That's one movement that I have going on. I'm hoping to link up with these people that are involved with the youth to eventually get these young people, young women, princesses, whatever you want to call it, precious gems, our men, um, little kings, I don't know what to call it, but we need to get our men up to a standard where they need to be, our women, to treat themselves and value themselves better, listen to this music they're listening to, and, and try to get a better perspective of life and enjoy life. So my whole movement also is, is one of the joy tips. I want to provide get people to realize even through our pain, you can have joy. Even through our pain, you can, you know, still have hope because we, there is hope here. People do care and not think that, you know, this is all I have. It's four windows and four doors. There's no way out, so I'm going to commit suicide. No, that's not the answer. Turn, putting your mind out and staying on drugs is not the answer. So being a part and being an active part and being a vessel of change is what we need to be, all of us right now. And we're there. We're getting there. It's still more motivation, still more encouragement, but we're, we're almost there. That's my, that's my take on it. Right now. Oh, I love I love thanks. all y'all. I love all y'all. Keep doing what y'all do. Getting this message out. It's a wonderful message. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy and hectic schedule for calling in tonight. And you know, I, I just ask everybody within the sound of my voice to I'm sorry for putting her on the spot, but say a prayer. For Des and her family, so that they can have the strength to go with, go through this rough situation, you know, and it's it's very important that they feel the love. 
from everybody, you know. Prayer prayer works, you know. We all, we're going to put our personal differences to the side. We all believe in our good books, and I just want everybody to put our personal differences to the side because there's someone out here in need, and we need to pray for her and her family. Now, with that being said, I want to ask Mr. On Point himself, because he's been sitting back waiting, and I know he got some fire for me tonight. Mr. On Point, you ready to speak? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, I love everything that the lady said tonight, man. I love all the information you both. Yeah, I mean, um, all very informative. All very, you know, like, heart-touching. Yeah, I mean, um, the reality is, Everything they said was correct, man, and on point. Yes, there's definitely an agenda and always has been. Yes, this is genocide. So the more we start to inform the others that this is is an agenda here, we have to stop helping them, whether we're murdering each other or whether we're getting incarcerated by numbers. We... You say it all the time. You got it. You know better. You do better. See, yes, there's a, a, a systematic warfare going on between the powers that be, races running races, and the, just the whole fact of who does what, who runs what. The same system that runs your institutionalized prison system runs your school system. So if you had the state of Pennsylvania that's running other than a federal prison, but if you had the state of Pennsylvania running your jail system, guess who runs your school system? The state of Pennsylvania. As a former teacher for the school district of Philadelphia, I know, and this is one of the reasons why On Point 360 came about with mentoring the youth. They start looking, the prison, first of all, the average prisoner at one time, I'm not, I'm not sure of the update now, but was a fourth grade education. So when I believe it was guys that mentioned something like that, they look at that. They go back to the fourth grade and check children's behaviors. This is what happens. All of these statistics that happen in school is not just for nothing. Everything from grades to attendance rates is all done by design. Man, listen. I remember the last time I went in. 
And just sitting in there, man, with 15 dudes laying under benches, on top of benches, like, it, it was crazy. Going to use the urinal around a bunch of men, flies coming out the urinal. They come around with our little bag with a rotten orange spilled milk and a cold cheese sandwich. They give you the liquids in there with a chemical in it so that you can't get an erection. And who else knows whatever else is doing? It could be making a stove. The slop they feed you. And I believe it was Kelly who said, yeah, it's called three hots in a cot. That's why brothers don't mind going back because they have uh, uh, three three meals they're going to get. You know what I'm saying? They're going to have a place to sleep. They don't have to worry about responsibilities and no sort. All they got to really do is worry about watching their back. See, like you said, man, we got to know better to do better. Because, yeah, by now we should all see through everything that's happening in the media blatantly in our face. We should see there's an agenda. We should clearly see that. So how do we combat that agenda? We got to inform ourselves. We got to educate ourselves. We got to inform others and educate others so that we can all get on that same page. Because one thing I know about this country, if you want to hit them hard, you want them to pay attention, hit their wallets in their pocketbook. You get less of us going to prison. Not only is that more of us on the streets, but that's less money they're going to make. It's no accident why they're closing schools but building jails. The state runs both entities. That's called the conflict of interest. So who's going to check them? See, my thing is this, man. I got to be honest. There's a lot of us that go in there for dumb stuff. That's brother going back in because he got caught with a bag. Like, that's dumb. But that's part of their system. And they're going to use it against us every time. And that's how really self emerged. Because when I left, when I went that I ain't coming back here. CEO said to the other CEO, he's gonna be back. I turned around, I said, I won't if I can help it. But the way the system's set up, man, sometimes you never know. Even with the right intentions, wrong things still occur at times. So, yeah, man, like, I, I agree with everything they said, man. It just got to come to a point where we got to lose the mentality of, I don't mind going back and gain that mentality of, man, I ain't, I ain't going back to that. 
That's fact. I can't be broken back down into a child. I can't do this. I can't do that. This is when you can do this. This is when you can do that. Can't reduce me back to no child. I'm a grown ass man. I'm going to enjoy my right and privilege and honor to do what I want, when I want, how I want. By any means necessary. Yes, sir. But you still got to be, you got to have that third eye on the watch because just because that's your intention don't mean that's the system's intention. That don't mean that's the best say times. You know what I mean? But, hey, you got plans for you too. So it's a constant battle. We got to struggle. We're going to fight. But, man, yeah, you're absolutely right with this topic tonight. We are done wrong in there. But you know what else? And we, we discussed this on the topic similar to this, but it was different because we were talking about when I did the show on 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 uh, prisoners and all the benefits they get. Because now they can go to college and get degrees in there. And, you know what I'm saying? They can, you know, it, they made it cool. Some of them playing PlayStation and watching TV. And, yeah. So some of them made it cool, man. We got to change our mind state, bro. That's the only way we win this prison, this prison systematic warfare. We got to start with our mental, man. That's straight facts. Well, I personally Crazy want to thank, thank you, bro. I want to thank everybody that called in tonight, that listened in. But before I end this show, I'm going to go around real quick. Uh, Ms. T.S. Queen, do you have any final comments you would like to make? Yeah, I just want to say um, you inspired my next piece that I'm about to freestyle. <laughs> it was a heavy, <laughs> yeah, it was a um, heavy topic, and it's therapeutic for us to talk this out. Um, my, was, my, you, was you writing while we was doing our show tonight? I was about to start right now, yep. But it's in my head, so I'm going to catch it before it go away and um, and uh, recite it Saturday. But, um, you know, everything I heard tonight was exactly on point. Um, y'all was saying that it's not for us, the system, but they actually are making it for us, even though it's not, shouldn't be for us. It actually is for us. And... You know, the the what she what uh, I think Special K was saying is it is a business, and when you have more prisons than schools, then you already know the trap that they're trying to put us in. Um, so my suggestion would be to just stay at the system if you can. You know, we all know what you you live and you learn from your mistakes, and. Like the saying goes, I'm too old for this. It's, it, you know, time is just wasting away, and you don't want to waste it in there. Um, you know, they don't even let you out for if you have a death in your family most of the time. 
You know, so, and I, the one last thing I want to say for the ones who are in there or getting out is just don't give up because it's so easy to just go back in there and have your bills paid in three meals a day and watch TV. But there's a lot more to it mentally than that. And I had to fast for 30 days and I still fast every week, you know, um, just because of how I was getting poisoned in there, you know, so... Um, my prayers and everything is sent up for the families and for all of us in need. And just I'm proud of you, you know, just keep hitting these heavy subjects and letting the world know what's going on, what's hidden behind the closed doors. There's a lot of people there who, you know, that's, that's one reason I wanted to get my book out um, this year, hopefully. Um, not just for a legacy for my son, but... Um, you know, I wanted to put it in the group homes and the shelters and the prisons and and give them some, some kind of hope, you know, that they definitely need it. Thank you for that comment. Can you tell the people how they can follow you and where they can reach you at and tell them about that dope show that comes mm-hmm. on Saturday nights on On Point Radio? Yes, I am Miss T.S. Queen. I'm the On Point host on Saturdays at the Poetry Palace. You can find me on Facebook at M-I-S-S-T-E-E. Last name is I-Z-Q-U-E-E-N. I have a poetess page on there, and um, I recite the shared and most requested from that poetess page Saturday nights at On Point at the Poetry Palace. Um I welcome all artists, conscious rap, gospel rap, singers, musicians, and poets. And that caller ID number is 144814, and I'll be on 9 p.m. Eastern. So y'all can check that out. Thank you so very much for dropping that. Um, Des, if you're still on the line, um, as always, you know, I ain't got nothing but love for you and your family. You know what I'm saying? No, no, thank you. And um, thank you all for uh, the encouragement and, and for the prayers. I appreciate that. And um, but bigger than um, my brother, we need to pray for each other, pray for our, pray for our race, the human race. Pray, we need to pray for the people that are trying to wipe us out, too. We need to pray for everybody. Um, we need to change intentions, change minds. And, you know, it's, it's just it's just crazy. It's too much. So we need to pray for everybody, not just ourselves, not just our race, not just our relatives. We need to include everybody, you know, in our prayers. So it's bigger than my brother. It's bigger than our you know, personal families and personal experiences, you know, we have to think global, think big when we start praying. And, and if we, you know, grieve or mourn, we, we got to, you know, think bigger than our own situations and our own selves, you know. Um, so, but I thank y'all, you know, for personalizing it for me and my family. I appreciate that. But think bigger than us. It's, it's bigger than my brothers. A lot of people that have been through it, going through it, currently and potentially, you know, we'll go through it um, in in the future. 
You know, so just pray for everybody. Everybody stay encouraged, stay strong, and, you know, be a support to one another. We don't have enough of that. Um, We don't have enough love in general between each other. We got women hating each other, competing with each other, being petty and gossiping. We got men, you know, whatever men do, you know, between themselves. We got broken They doing the same thing. They doing you know, the same thing. Yeah, we got just too much. Like, it's just everybody's broken. Everything is broken. And, it, you know, we can't pray for other people unless we pray for what's broken within us, too. So we got to include everybody. Think big. You know, we got to think big. Don't think selfish. Don't think only my my family, my brother. My Think big, y'all. We need. We all need it for so many different reasons. So, But I appreciate y'all, and I always say I appreciate this platform. I came on here to today to, you know, just have a distraction in my mind because um, my mind has been running, you know what I mean, like since hearing about my brother, and, and now I know it's, it's bigger than that. You know, like just a lot of things have occurred, just like everybody else. We all have our own things that we go through, but this platform, I appreciate it. Just being able to interact with y'all, everybody expresses empathy. Everybody um, b- brings their own thing to the table that I learn from, benefit from. I thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. But again, I just want to stress to think big when you pray. Think global. Think outside of your own personal boxes. Think outside of yes. Thank you. Include me. Include my family in your prayers, but you're already including us if you're thinking global. You know what I mean? Like, just pray for all of us. And, again, I appreciate y'all. Thanks. And thanks, Nah, Mr. On Point, um, just in general, again, for this platform. I can't stress that enough. That's all I got. Well, I'll tell you like this. You know, I'm going to give Mr. On Point. He's going to get a chance to speak in the next segment right here. But... You know it's bigger than this for me and you. Yeah. We go back like car seats. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Know. You know, we go, listen, I could tell some stories about you, and you could tell some stories <laughs> about me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm going to make you smile before I do anything else. I'll let you listen to your first rap joint. When I used to yep. play it on my grandma's porch. Yep. Yeah, the big radio. Yep. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. See, see that right there. It was LL Cool J album with Rock the Bells right. and I Need Love. Uh-huh. And, I, and, I, and I was because you know you older than me now. You know, you know. Hey, 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 like, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Like, it, it is so decent because of the music that he played and because of that big radio on the porch. <laughs> Yeah, that's what's yeah. up. But I'll tell Good you this, time. though. The love ain't never stopped. It might have took a break, you know what I'm saying, for the, yeah. for the disconnect, but the love has never stopped. And you know I ain't got nothing but love for your grandmom, your mom, your pops, your brothers. You know what I mean? Shout out to the King of Hooks. If y'all get a chance, <laughs> follow, follow my man on Instagram, King of Hooks. One of the best soul singers you ever seen. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to say. I'm telling you already. You know, Thanks. one day, one day, one day, we gonna get Daz to sing anonymously on the phone, but you know, on the call. But 
she could sing too, but she, you know, she's a little shy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we're going to leave it at that. But you know, the love mm-hmm. is real between me and you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, absolutely. You know, it ain't no hidden agendas. It's, it's we family. I love y'all. You know what I mean? You know, and I'll, I'll, you know, let me know what I can do, and I'm there. All right? Yep. Thanks, Nah. And man. thank y'all. You know, and Mr. On Point, do you have a closing statement you want to make? Yeah, I do. Um, first off, I want to thank uh, all the callers that called in, um, all the speakers who, you know, spoke their piece. Um, guys, I want to, again, assure you my prayer is going out for you as, as well as the rest of the world. I hear you on that. Um, but, you know, there's a sequential order to this thing. <laughs> no, you, you, you definitely, um, you know, your people, your family, definitely in my prayers, um, as well as especially our youth, man. Um, again, we got to share and repair it. You know what I mean? That's just how I look at it. Um, whether we're sharing the knowledge or we're sharing the love, the only way we're going to repair and heal ourselves so that we can become, you know, one again. Um, I don't know, man. If you know who your enemy is and you know what your enemy agenda is, then you got to do everything in your power to try and combat it. That's the only real way you can win it. You know what I mean? Um, the more power and control you have over yourself, the less you give others. You know, that's the stronger you can build your, your your base and your front against their warfare. You know, um, but people out there in Radio Land, you can catch me on Monday nights for Straight Talk with Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. Monday nights, 9 to 10 or 11. Um, Dial at number 
I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yo, man, great show, man. I was going through, man. You already know. Ain't nothing but nothing stupid. What's up, people out there listening? What the freak? I'm back with authority now, man. These niggas out here, boy. I think they're trying to make me get incarcerated. Right they keep on playing my freaking mind. Woo, boy. Hey. <sighs> anyway, yo, man. The stuff you be talking about, what everybody be talking about, man, ain't nothing but psh, real talk. We going on the bang, bang, bang all this week. And I'm like, bang. Bang, 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 bang. Wow. What's going on with everybody being locked up? Are they being educated? Are they being freaking immune? Are they being freaking programmed? Or are they just damn guinea pigs for the next medicine they're going to put through our damn systems? That's what I think. But it ain't for me to think. For everybody else to get everybody else the hell out of the damn prison system. As soon as possible, people, y'all forgot, man. As soon as somebody get locked up and they put them so far away from you, you don't want to go until it's you. See, I don't want to be rude about it and crazy about it. <laughs> but, boy, I tell you, boy, when you get locked, you get the chance to start writing. You get a chance to start thinking. You get a chance to start remembering things. And then sometimes you get a chance to enjoy the damn grass. Because you're looking out the window, you're like, oh, my God, that's a bunny rabbit. Look at the bunny rabbit. Everybody run into the window to see the damn bunny rabbit in the grass. For real? You should work with me. Oh, God, that's not about something getting the hour now, buddy. Ha-ha. <laughs> somebody set you up and you back in the daggone population. For real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody don't get it, man. It's not a game. They try to get people locked up for things they didn't even do. What you gonna do? When you get locked up for something that they trying to make up this new law they're gonna create every damn hour, and you gonna be walking around like, wait a minute, excuse me, what's the new law now? I can't do what? I, I didn't know that. Oh, now you know. Because you're giving the officers so much supreme uh, advantages that they can do whatever they want, whenever they want, and now we the one that's walking around as suspect. Proving guilty, huh? Everybody's innocent until proven guilty? Oh, that's about to change, too. You're going to be guilty until proven innocent. (laughs) See, I don't know what to tell y'all, but something is really... Not right. You gonna be like like um my um partner back in the day when he came out with that album called Mind Torture. You know we ever get mind effed? Well, that's what we been mind effed every single minute. When you look at your phone, mind eff. You talk to somebody on that phone, mind F. <laughs> why is that? Because they can. And why are we? Because we don't know. Soon you ain't going to know who the hell you're talking to on the opposite line. Mm-hmm. It's a rude wicked coming, y'all. And sometimes I'm awake. A lot of times I try to keep my mind totally closed. Because you know too much, or you're the next one to go. 
So if you act like you, you know, a little bit out of control or, you know, just don't know too much or you just walk around like, you know, you just, a, I was about to say bummer clock, but, oh, all right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yo, 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 I'm just saying, people, man, somebody wake up. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot we don't know. And I can't say no more because this show's golden right now. And it's out your front door. Miss Dombley, you said that? Back to you, Kat. All right. Appreciate that. That was DJ Chill, one of our co-hosts. Uh, before you roll out, tell the people how they can follow you and uh, tell them about your show tomorrow night. Yeah, man. Um, tomorrow, man. Y'all can follow me tomorrow. One four three. Three four one pound. My show tomorrow is going to be a game. And I keep telling y'all, I need y'all to help me with this game. Because the topic of it is a little different than anything, you know, I'll be thinking of. And I want to play this game because, you know, ain't nothing else to do. So I'm I'm gonna come to y'all with this game called Tell Me Something I Just Don't Know. Homework for Dummies, Part One. And like I said, my first question: Did you know there was and are great black black adventures in America? And then so on and so forth. And basically, when you get in this game, you come in, you say, Hey. DJ Chill, whatever you want to say, whoever, blah, 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 blah. Say, did you know? And then you just break down. Don't come with nothing stupid. Because this game is not just a game. It's a game that, how can I say, uplift people, insert people into knowledge, man. So if you want to speak on this game, drop something that we don't know. And hopefully, prayerfully, It'd be something that we really don't know that we really need to know, and it's really something educated or maybe something fun or maybe something that will open up our eyes. Some of us are walking with our eyes wide shut. And when I say that, I mean it. Because just now, my eyes is wide shut until I really found out that some people be capping up game. Like today. Matter of fact, just like about five minutes ago. You ever have people talking on the phone and then you're talking so loud on the phone, you're like, yo, man, I'm on the radio. Or, yo, man, what the heck are you doing? Come to find out it's nothing but God that makes the person look like an idiot when he's talking. Cursing, cursing, cursing. And then next you know, the phone rings and you're like, wait a minute. You wasn't even on the phone? <laughs> That's a problem. Second second way to do it is you sit up there and, you know, God wakes you up again. All person all on the phone. Cursing, 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 all this other extra stuff. And then, a, you know, individual comes up and then they, you know, they say, hold on, I'm on the phone, I'm on the phone. And he say, wait a minute. No, you're on the phone with me. <laughs> See, that number, God, because now you're looking like, you mean all this time you was talking to them? And, it, and you was cursing like that? 
Oh, wait a minute. You wasn't on the phone. You put it on mute? You faking the game? Because you doing stuff on purpose. Oh, what is that? Is that something evil or is that somebody just trying to do something to be spiteful? Y'all got to start peeping these things out here, people, of, of who individuals are and why they are doing what they're doing. Then the best part about life is, mm, what would it like if it happens to them? Isn't it like do unto others as you like others to do unto you? So when you hear a lot of evil, a lot of crap, you better check it. Like, yo, you know what? Because if you don't check it, you might not know why. You, you need to check it. So, yo, excuse me. Is there a reason why you're doing all this? See, you got authority over everything that goes down. It's power in the daggone tongue. Don't let your tongue sound like a little mouse. Like, hey, why are you? Sometimes you can talk like that. Sometimes you're like, no! The hell's your problem? Shut it the hell down. Or I'm going to wake up. Then, you know, you can change out the whole atmosphere. Not anybody's paying attention now. Hello. Let's play a game tomorrow. Tell me something. I just don't know. All right. Once again, I want to thank everybody for calling tonight. You know what I mean? Say, let's let's do what Dad said. Say a prayer for the world. And with that being said, I'm going to take y'all home with this right here. Oh, yeah. Shouts out to Dad. Thank you, Van As we are protected by the red, the black, and the green, heed the word of the brother. Let us the word, word the phrase, the paragraph. You see, Master Jamie gets trapped. The signs of past is now brought to the bronze from the scrolls. Stay in the verse. God to God, to God to man. Many things, many leaders, a fist from a hand. They call me militant. Now it is this me. Do I carry a gun to the body? Pull up that one never falls. This is me the brother. Raise the flag, raise the colors. Red, black, green with the key. The difference. Words make a way in the world.
You on point? You on point? Yeah, I'm on point. All right. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.